Welcome to this feature from Scran, Scotland's culture and history website at www.scran.ac.uk. It's curious that the work of the architect and designer Charles Rennie Mackintosh, who was born on June 7, 1868, should exhibit so many stylistic similarities with the work of his contemporary Frank Lloyd Wright, the American architect, born almost a year earlier on June 8, 1867, despite there being no record of the two having met or communicated. Mackintosh, in a brief but illustrious career, created memorable buildings such as Glasgow's School of Art, as well as interiors, furniture, textile designs and watercolours, many of these aided and abetted by his wife Margaret MacDonald. His style was influenced by the clarity and rigour of Japanese art as much as the florid European excesses of Art Nouveau. In turn, he was an influence on European design and architecture. In 1900, his contribution to the 8th Vienna Secession exhibition was acclaimed, as was his 1901 entry to a German architectural competition. Wright too received exposure in Europe at the start of the 20th century, when a portfolio of his early work was published by Ernst Wasmuth, a German printing firm. Both men, working in similar styles, had a profound effect on the emerging European designers at the turn of the century and formed something of a link between the organic flourishes of the arts and crafts movement and Art Nouveau and the strictures of later 20th century modernism. The two men shared a desire to create total artworks, designing every aspect of a building from the exterior architecture to the light fittings, furnishings, glass design and textiles. Both worked closely with trusted associates, Mackintosh with his wife, as well as with Herbert and Francis McNair, and Wright with sculptors and painters such as Richard Bock and Orlando Giannini. Like Mackintosh, Wright was an avid admirer of Japanese art and culture, and amassed a large collection of Japanese woodblock prints during his lifetime. Like the Art Nouveau artists operating in France and Belgium in the late 1800s, and like Mackintosh and his associates in Glasgow, Wright often incorporated abstracted natural forms into his work. Although again, as in Mackintosh's work, this affinity for organic forms was tempered by his use of simple lines and shapes. As an example of their similar approaches to interior design, compare the office Wright designed later in his career for Edgar Kaufman in Pittsburgh with Mackintosh's design for one of Miss Cranston's tea rooms in Ingram Street, Glasgow. Both united the furnishings with their surroundings through colour, materials and shapes. Both used geometric wood panelling to enliven the space. And both created custom-designed furniture for their interiors. The severe high-backed chairs that Mackintosh designed for the Hill House in Helensborough, as another example are comparable to the chairs that Wright specified for the Ward Willits House in Highland Park, Illinois, USA. That these two designs should have appeared at approximately the same time on two separate continents is remarkable. One explanation for the similarities between the two men's output 
was the increasing speed of international communications at the end of the 19th century, and the increasing prevalence of the media. It's known, for example, that Wright's office in America subscribed to the British publication The Studio, and as such may have seen Macintosh's work in its pages. By the 1920s, both architects' work was out of favour. A lack of commissions forced Macintosh and his wife to decamp to the south of France, while Wright moved to Wisconsin and was widely considered to be a spent force in architecture. Macintosh died in 1928, but Wright's career had a huge boost when, at the age of 66, he was commissioned to design falling water in Bear Run, Pennsylvania. The acclaim that this brought him ensured that Wright continued to win high-profile commissions, including the Johnson Wax Administration Building and the Guggenheim Museum in New York. <laughs> 